This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. And this is my second attempt to try to do our daily financial news this morning. And yes, AT&T is not making me very happy. But alas, we are uh, continuing our trend of doing daily financial news, even when we have to use a makeshift studio or recording uh, as we have house guests and I don't want to wake them up. Because I'm an early bird, and they are not. But we will continue to do this, and also we will do our 8 a.m. We will give that a shot. We will assume AT&T comes through. Uh, but again, I apologize for the start and stop at 7.30. But alas, we just keep rolling along. So what happens. This is live. The first thing I want to do is I want to congratulate another follower of this channel for getting a deal done. Uh, Darren, congratulations for getting your deal. Your card will go out today. In all honesty, it might go out Monday, uh, but I may send it out today. Anyways, congratulations. If you want to get one of these, all you have to do is close your first or next rental property. Let me know about it. Tell me that one rental at a time helped you in some way. Uh, and then you got to get me your address because when you use the mail, you got to put an address on it. So that's an important piece. Uh, next thing to know, it is Saturday. And uh, what we do six days a week is we talk to experts and multimillionaires. We, we talk about topics that you care about. But Saturdays, we do something special. Saturdays are for you. Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific, I will go live. I will try to go live from my computer uh, so we can just answer questions. So again, Saturday mornings are for you. And then if you're one of my students, don't forget at 9 a.m. we go into the Facebook group. For those of you that watch that are my students, I would love to hear from you. What, which one of my experts do you want to host a 9 a.m. session? Uh, we did that with Dion Talk, I think a couple weeks ago, rave reviews. So I'd like to invite other real estate experts that are a part of our course. Uh, they could be a part of our Monday through Sunday activities, or they could be somebody who was in the bonus section. Maybe you like you know, one of the uh, investors in the uh, private money or flipping or, or whatnot. So if you have an expert that you'd love to hear from, let me know, and I will reach out to them and see if they are up for hosting a private live stream on Saturday mornings. So as we move forward, I want to let you know that uh, Matt, the mortgage guy, has completed the Mortgage 101. Uh, we are actively moving the video and content over. It'll probably be up by Monday. Uh, but yes, if you are a member of the course, you can look forward to the next four um, videos in that. Uh, so where should we go? Where should we go first? Let's go here. Uh, as you know, we talked about Amazon missing, right? They hit top line, missed bottom, and lowered guidance. It is pretty interesting to see. As expected, we were talking about tough compares. Now, let's put this in context. Amazon had 41% growth last year, last Q2. Kind of the perfect quarter, right? You can't go outside. You don't want to go anywhere. You're scared. You buy a lot of but you buy a lot of boxes from Amazon. But this year they only grew 27 percent, and I say only kind of tongue and cheek. That is a growth rate that many companies would look at. But yet 
below expectations. So that took down Etsy, eBay, Wayfair. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens because I think Wayfair reports next week. Uh, so we will see if it was a Amazon blip or probably like I expect, you know, we bought a lot of furniture in the last 15 months. You don't need another couch. You don't need another table. So we shall see what's going on there. Uh, and again, it was interesting, Amazon. Amazon executives gave you a taste of what I think is coming. They basically said, you know what? People are going on vacation. People are gathering together. You know, that's, 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 what, that's what's happening to housing. This is all kind of gather, together, right? We, for the last year, we were kind of family-oriented or family unit. Now we're getting out. We're enjoying ourselves. We're doing more service-based activity and not stuff. So it is going to be very, very interesting. Back to the kind of peak earnings that we're talking about, Q2 being amazing. Earnings are up 86%. Revenue, get this. Revenue is up 21%, and that is a record. Right? These are S&P. These are stock market numbers, not all companies, but the S&P 500. Revenue is up 21%, which is a record. That is amazing. As we move forward, people are now raising estimates for Q3 and Q4. They're raising estimates in Q3. Now, now look at 28%, and these are on earnings, and then Q4 is up to 20%. I think these may prove... optimistic. Uh, if we've been listening to the analyst calls, or at least reading the articles as I have, and I've been sharing with you daily, we've been hearing about costs. We've been hearing about people having to raise price, but also cost eating margin. I think revenue can continue to go up because, hey, you raise prices, revenue go up. But I think earnings are going to disappoint, certainly into Q4, but you know, we shall see. It is July 31st, the end of July, seven months of the year done. I can't, I can't believe it. The eviction ban ends today. All that political theater yesterday was just that. But yes, um, the eviction ban ends today. We shall see. It's like 45 states, maybe 44 states. You know, evictions are going to, uh, you know, start in earnest, and we shall see where that goes. I think there's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of churn. Uh, I just want to say again, no landlord wants to do an eviction. An eviction is our um, last resort. Evictions are expensive. And yes, my home state of California, we are currently out to the end of September. And I fully expect our, um, I don't know, communist, socialist governor? I'm not sure. One of those. Maybe he's between uh, to extend it out even further. That's just kind of how he rolls. Uh, next up. Uh, I read an interesting survey from Rent.com. Now, obviously, Rent.com probably wants to skew data towards rentals. Shocking, I know. But they interviewed 2,800, 2,800 um, sellers of homes, right? So they were owners that sold. Apparently, 45%, 45% did not, did not plan to buy another home at least immediately. That is interesting. I don't know what numbers are historically. It would be interesting to see, but my guess is that's pretty high. Uh, when, they, when I read the article and broke down, they're kind of what you would expect. A lot of people are moving, so they're going to check out their new city or new town, new state. Uh, others are like, hey, I'm going to sell at the peak, rent, 
uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm waiting for the 08 crash. So it's very interesting to see what's going on in real estate today. Uh, and you know, I don't, I don't blame them, right? If you, if you want to, if you're going to go move from California to Texas, for example, um, you probably don't want to plunk down a bunch of money on a house because you've never lived in Texas. You don't, you don't know where you want to go, right? Texas is a big state. So interesting stuff to think about. The big number for the week, the big number for the week, folks, is going to be on Friday. And we are going to do an over-under, which is something you do on this channel. So please participate with me. If you're watching this live, let me know what you think. If you're watching this on replay, please leave a comment below. I want to see how awesome this channel is and how good of guessers or educated guessers are. The Friday jobs number, how many jobs were created in July? Uh, just for ex just so you know what the expectations are before we do the over-under, the expectations are for 788, 788,000 jobs created. Uh, that will be down from July, or I'm sorry, down from June of 850. Uh, they are expecting the unemployment rate to drop to 5.7 from 5.9. And lastly, they are expecting wages to go up 3.9%. All important numbers, all things we were watching. But here is your over-under. I'm going to pick a round number. We're going to pick 800,000 jobs created. Are you going to take the over or are you going to take the under? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, I'll continue my guess and always take the over. I uh, like to be optimistic. But yeah, this one doesn't feel good. I don't feel good about this over. The one thing that I will talk about is remember... A lot of states dropped the extra federal unemployment. We could see some, you know, some, ben I don't know, benefit. Is that the right word? Right. We could see some uptick because I think it was 26 states stopped the federal goose up of $300. Now, some of them stopped it early. Some of them stopped it, you know, a, a couple weeks later. But I would expect some people who were using that $300 a week uh, to or $300 a month to, um, you know, go get a job and show up in these. So again, 800,000 over or over under, over under. Uh, so we shall see what's going on. But yeah, that is going to be an interesting number. And so far, just watching uh, everybody comment here live, lots of you are taking the under. All right, I'm just standing on an island by myself, which is okay. As for the week ahead, we continue with lots of important earnings, not quite the 30% wave that we had last week, but still some important numbers. I have them for you here. Uh, on Monday, we have Lowe's, right? Lowe's Home Improvement. Uh, given what's going on with Amazon and you know things we're hearing about travel and whatnot, I'm thinking Lowe's might disappoint, just a guess. Simon Property. Uh, Simon Property, that biggest mall operator, Class A malls, reports. It'll be interesting to talk about foot traffic, rent collection, lease up, all of those things. Simon Property is going to give us a, a taste of what's going on with the consumer. We do have an economic number on Monday, which is PMI uh, for manufacturing, right? Are we going to see the input costs at manufacturing uh, continue to run hot? Tuesday, pretty important day as well. We got Clorox. I cannot imagine a company having a tougher compare than Clorox. Can you imagine their year-on-year -year compare for Q2? Oh, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be horrible. But alas, I suspect a lot of people are expecting it, so we shall see. We have Marriott. Marriott going on. We're going to talk about not only Q2, 
uh, but it's going to be what is going on, right? Are conventions, are sales events coming? What, what are bookings looking like into the second half? Nicola. Nicola will be interesting. If you ha haven't heard, I think we talked about it on Thursday. Their old former founder and CEO is indicted criminally, I believe, for basically being a big fat liar. So we shall see what's going on there. And then Ralph Lauren, right? What is going on? Is it still online? People going to stores? Are people buying Ralph Lauren because they're going back to the office, right? Not a lot of people probably buying Ralph Lauren to sit on the couch, but if you're going back to the office, we shall see what's going on. Uh, and then Tuesday, another economic number that I will look at is household debt and household credit. What is going on there? I expect it to expand. We shall see. Wednesday, another big day. We have Etsy. Etsy got dragged down by Amazon last week. Uh, we shall see if they are telling a similar story or if Amazon is kind of on its own. MGM Resorts, kind of the same thing. What's going on with the consumer? Are we really doing all the services and vacations that I think we are? And then Scott's miracle Grow again, might be an odd name to add to the list, but again, I'm going to look at that because if we're on vacation, we're probably not doing yard work. So let's see what's going on with Scott's miracle Grow. And then the first cut of June data actually will come from ADP. Uh, again, a number that really doesn't usually tie in very well, but yet it's a first cut. ADP uh, employment will come out on, on Wednesday, as will services PMI. Manufacturing PMI is Monday. Services will be on Wednesday. Again, looking for inflation. Thursday, God, another good day. Shake Shack, what's going on with restaurants, right? If we look at McDonald's and Starbucks, you know, Chipotle, they're all coming back. Shake Shack, for me, is going to be a story about inflation. I expect them to have a blowout number. But what are they doing on costs? Square is coming out on Thursday. What is going on for them? What's going on with crypto? If we've watched any of the other reports, it's basically a lot of volume has fallen off. So what is going on with their app? TripAdvisor and SeaWorld, I think, will be fun to look at because, again, what is the consumer doing? Where are they going? Things of that nature. And then on Thursday, we have vehicle sales. Let's see what's going on there. And then, of course, initial jobless claims, which has been running hot the last couple of weeks. So again, we want to break that trend and see what's what. Then Friday, we have AMC Network. It's always fun to look at a company who is a meme stock and see what's going on under the covers. Um, and DraftKings. DraftKings is one of those stocks that I think benefited last year from staying at home and not much to do. Uh, so we shall see. And then, of course, Friday is the big, big jobs number, which we've already have an over under. And then the last little tidbit I saw is the Google founders. Must be good to be them. They sold a billion dollars in the last or since May, a billion dollars in stock since May. And then the last thing I want to talk about, kind of wrapping this up, it's actually in the title of this live stream. Uh, I saw a five or six minute video from the Economic Ninja today, which I thought was really well done. Uh, the Economic Ninja was basically highlighting some similarities in the 08 crash, specifically, I think, in the stock market. Uh, he is talking about how um, the retail investor is all in. Wall Street is ready to lick their chops and, you know, basically take advantage of the retail investor. He talked about buying the dip in diamond hands, kind of playing in uh, to Wall Street. He looked at margin debt valuations, the Buffett, Buffett indicator, and basically saying uh, we are making 08 stock valuations look ridiculous. 
so I have to agree with that. But again, as he kind of indicates at the end of the video, the market can go on a lot crazier than you think it will. That's just how life rolls. But again, if we've been talking about we are um, richly valued in the stock market, and there will be a time that that will reverse. And if retail is truly all in, you've already bought the dip, you've already ha you have diamond hands, Wall Street will crush you. Wall Street is, is quote-unquote, the smart money. They don't always make the right bet, uh, but smart money rings the register, right? You, lots of folks watch this channel tell me about their trades in crypto or stocks or whatever it is. And let me remind you, you have not made a lick until you sell. As somebody who lost $150,000 in a few days or weeks, I can tell you, it's fun to talk about, but if you don't sell, you ain't made anything. Uh, I talked about, again, the economic ninja. Shout out to him for his video this morning. I agree. I think a lot of retail investors, probably most of you didn't experience the dot-com crash. Yesterday, I talked about what you were doing in 1991, for example, and most, a lot of you weren't not, were not born or you were in grade school not investing. So you do not remember the time that I talk about losing 150 grand. I started winning. I got uh, aggressive and then I got stupid and then the market cleaned my clock. Yeah, don't do that. Take, take, at least take your investment capital back. Yeah, don't do that. So again, shout out the Economic Ninja talking about an important topic that I think more people should... Uh, you should go back and realize, go look at the numbers, margin debt, valuations, uh, Buffett indicator, all of those things. And then lastly, the repo market. You see this on Friday, yesterday, the repo market was at $1.05 trillion, the reverse repo market. People are asking me, what do I think? Folks, uh, I've been talking about a lot of the smart money raising cash. There's a lot of cash in the system, excess cash reserves, potentially $4 trillion dollars. Uh, the reverse repo market used to be at 0%. Now it's at 0.05%. So again, you know, putting a trillion dollars in the market, you make half a million bucks in one night, not a bad deal. Uh, I just think there's a lot of people that think the, uh, I think a lot of smart money back to uh, the economic ninja think that um, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to wait. They're going to let the retail investors do what they always do. They take the stairs up and then they jump out the window in a downturn. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back two weeks ago to Monday when the stock market was down 800 to 1,000 points. How did that feel? And lastly, remember, you haven't made anything until you sell. Have a wonderful day. We will do our live stream at 8 a.m. We will hope and pray and that AT&T comes through, and we'll just answer your questions. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.